0: morning. Are you ready for the 5th of August? Okay. Change is inedible. Change is inedible. One more time. Change is inedible. Growth is optional okay so take that put that feather in your cap all right father we praise you We just give you thanks lord as we look to your word we thank you lord that our eyes of our understanding may be open father god to greater revelation father god we thank you lord that we'll be able to take the revelations that you give us father god And we will be able to run with it in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. Amen. All right. Summer is in full swing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Schools are out for for the most part. Some of us are still wanting to go there. Some have summer school. But uh, uh, for the most part, schools are, are closed. The amusement parks are all fully open. Yeah, everybody's running down to amusement parks. I don't know how they do it, though. Parades and car shows and flower festivals are, are some of the events that you can attend this summer. Uh, there's one event I really find to be interesting. This is my own personal opinion. It's a sporting event. And it's one of the most difficult sporting events to participate in. It's called the Iron Man Oh, triathlon, I can't even get the words out now. Uh, the triathlon uh, consists of a 2.4 mile swim, then a 112 mile bike ride, and finally a 26.22 oh, mile run. They give you 17 hours. a 17-hour time limit to complete the event to be able to say that you finished the Ironman event. You know, at one time I thought I could do that. But when, when they threw the swimming in, that threw it out. I can't swim that well. They'd be, be dragging me out of the bay. <laughs> uh, they give you two hours and 20 minutes swimming limit. You have eight hours and 10 minutes for the bike event and you have six hours and thirty minutes for the running time. That gives you the 17 hours. Okay. Uh, How this event came to pass is very interesting. Uh, The idea came about when uh, competing athletes uh, were debating which athletes were the most fit. Swimmers or runners. But a Navy commander said this is way back when, that the uh, Sports Illustrated said that a cyclist was the most fit person. To settle the debate it was agreed to combine the three existing uh, sports in a long-distance competition to be held in San Diego. Uh, Each participant had a support group to supply water, food, and encouragement during the event. So on February 18th, 1978, 15 competitors started, and uh, whoever finished first would be called the Iron Man. Uh, Gordon Heller, H-A-L-L-A-R, a a Navy communications specialist came in first, so he was the first Iron Man. The event was moved to the Big Island of Hawaii in 1982. Uh, the race date was changed from February to October, but they still held the, the one on, uh, for that year. So that year, 1982, they had two Ironmen, uh, one in uh, one February and one in October. Somebody's going to get to watch that if they really wanted to. Uh, they have a maximum of 1,000 participants uh, in the race. Today, the annual triathlon, I can't get these words out again, Remains unchanged and has become known as the Ironman World Championship, and is regarded as the most prestigious triathlon. Okay, okay. Uh, the best time so far, men for the men, it's eight hours, one minute, and forty seconds. Uh, it's held by Patrick Lange of Germany, and he did that last year 2017 for the women it's eight hours and 50 minutes and 47 seconds it's held by danielle raya from switzerland and she did that in 2016. so what's that got to do with this this morning i think each and every one of us um, like races i mean as kids we all raced right well some of you don't you had to run and anyway, going going to recess or getting back into class. Uh, in high school, I ran the cross-country, a two-mile cross-country run. And I always finished the race, but I never was in any position, I mean top position, alright. I found it to be enjoyable uh, and challenging and uh, running in the cross-country events, uh, you got to see some beautiful places. Uh, they gave you wild places to uh, run through. And there were some good-looking sights. The good-looking sights were the girls that pointed the direction to go. Okay, you round the bend, they say go that way. Okay. Well, <laughs> huh? God, to, got to see good, look, uh, good places and good-looking sights. <laughs> Here it comes, running down, run, coming down, around this one, this one curve. I'm all sweaty and snot running all over the place, and here's this good-looking girl pointing. I wanted to stop and say, give me a Kleenex. <laughs> but uh, couldn't quite do that. They frowned on stopping and talking to uh, the people. <laughs> so let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. We'll see where we're going here. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, we'll go to ver- start with verse 24. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, beginning in verse 24. Know ye not that they which run the race run all, but one receiveth the prize? So run, that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in, in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, so I fight. I, but not as one that uh, beateth the air, but I keep my body and bring it in subjection lest by any means when I have preached to others I myself should be cast uh, cast away. Here Paul uh, is saying that uh, or he gives an analogy of an athletic competition event with a as for Christian living. So he's seeing the, uh, the event of running is like a Christian uh, is a Christian event. Paul, uh, in Paul's day, the, the athlete or the athletic competitors had to produce three certificates that allow them to compete. One, they had to tell them where they were born at. Second thing is their training record, they had to at least have 10 months of training. And third, they had to be free from legal claims that means you can't be a slave and so forth you had to be free okay um, so looking at what we're going to look at life is not a game it's a, it's a serious it has serious consequences okay uh, the way we live our lives has eternal consequences amen life is a proving ground whether faith is alive or dead Life is a proving ground, whether your faith is alive or dead. Hmm. So, with that, we'll finish up. Uh, In running your your race, you need to be focused, clear-minded, and confident in your abilities. We must run the race to finish it. We must strive for the goal. Everyone who competes goes into strict training. And you are, he said, we're, we're training, we're Christians, we need to train. we're in strict training. Athletes watch closely what they eat, how much rest they get, and they keep a vigorous training schedule. As Christians, we need to do the same thing just about what we eat. How we eat the Word. How we receive the Word. How much rest we get in the Word of God. And we need to keep a a vigorous training schedule on how we do these things. You can't be... I remember practicing for the two-mile run. We had to run every day. First it was sprints and, you know, and then as you built up your lung supply, supply you re- re- extend it further. Uh, the same thing with our Christianity. We need to get into God's word, not just one thing a day. We need to extend it and get become broadened and understand it, feed upon it, get, gain strength. Amen? Um, if we fail, pardon me. We will fail if we uh, do not observe the rules. There are certain rules you, you can and cannot do. You can't, in, the, in a race, you can't jump on a bicycle, or, or put it this way, you can't uh, jump in a car and get to the next location, or jump on a boat, if, if you're talking about the Iron Man, okay? Uh, you have to follow the rules. Uh, we must stay in the limits that God has set for us. God has certain uh, Rules that we have to abide by. Thank you for all the amens out there. You're enthused, I can tell. Uh, You must be tired running already. Mm -hmm. Turn with me to the book of Matthew chapter 7. That's Matthew chapter 7. In Matthew chapter 7. This is, some, this is one of the rules that we need to apply to ourselves, okay? Matthew chapter 7, looking at verse 21. Matthew 7, verse 21. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. So we have to do the will of God. We have to follow His rules. We can't bend the rules for our own benefits, if you would say you, you can't bend the rules. So what's your goal as a Christian? What's your goal as a Christian? What do you want to do for Jesus while you're here on earth? Just breathe. Occupy his space. What do you do? What do you want to do for Jesus? What's your goal? First Peter Peter First Peter chapter 3. That's First Peter chapter 3. 11:30. It's my goal this morning. First Peter chapter 3. I'll get there. First in First Peter chapter 3 Verse 15. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. For so is the will of God that with well doing that ye may put the science the ignorance of foolish men. We need to do well, be well, do well in God's, with God's rules. So that, that people that look at us know what we're doing right things, accomplishing correct things, not doing it foolishly, okay? Okay. So what's the, so what's your goal? Individual goal. Only you can answer that question. What are you doing for Jesus? Okay, what does the church need to do? Now we're all part of the body. That means we're part of the church, right? Thank you for the amen. Someone is catching on. Okay. What's the primary purpose of the church? It's the Great Commission. Boy, sleepy time, gal. Find the book of Matthew. Maybe, maybe we'll wake up this morning. Matthew chapter 28. In Matthew chapter 28. This is the Great Commission. Matthew chapter 28, looking at verse 18. Well, let's go to verse 19 first. Go go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So what's the commission of of the church? Go and what? And how do you do that? That means you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> that doesn't know. It says go into the all the world. That means there's somebody that there's I bet you if you stepped outside. You would run into somebody that doesn't know anything about the Lord Jesus. And what are you supposed to do? Tell them. we are you supposed to tell them? That's the, only, that's the only thing you're going to bring to heaven. Somebody that you brought to the Lord. Oh, boy. I mean, I'm talking about individual one-on-one. I know, we, we all give to the mission field, and, and, you're, and those missionaries that win souls go to your account, but we need to do something here in the States. we oh, It's like pulling hen's teeth this morning. Okay, Mark chapter 16. In Mark chapter 16... Verse 15, Mark 16, 15. Jesus said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. Whose name? Jesus, they shall cast out de- devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and they shall, and if they drink anything deadly, and deadly thing, wow, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. But you got to go. Do what? You got to go. It doesn't say they're going to come to you. That means we have to do something. Get off our deaths. Luke chapter 24, oh glory to God, in Luke chapter 24, that's Luke chapter 4, Luke chapter 24, looking at verse 47. And that repentance and remissions of sin should be preached in his name among all nations beginning in at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye are endued with the power from on high. Well, if we're born again, we have the Holy Spirit within us. You've been endued with the power to go out and witness. Thank you, Lord. Okay, those are some of the rules, some rules that we need, this is one of the rules we need to keep. Okay, let's uh, go to the book of John, chapter 6. In John, chapter 6, oh, glory to God. John chapter 6, looking at verse 63. It is spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, they are life. Glory to God. We have the spirit quickening, quickening us. How many's ever. taken a receptacle and plugged into a electrical receptacle and it had a short in it would you feel you felt a jolt some of us need to be jolted this morning get plugged in with god get a jolt let the spirit quicken you this morning Okay. Let's go to the book of Galatians. Oh, glory to God. In the book of Galatians, chapter 5, We all know what the commission is? Okay. Galatians chapter 5, looking at verse 7. Ye did run well. Hey, you're in the race. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Don't you feel good? Who hindered you that ye should not obey the truth? What happened? We were in the race and all of a sudden somebody just came along and said, Hey, you know... uh, We don't need to do that today. Uh, let somebody else do it. You know, I'm you're busy. I'm busy. Uh, we can look at what uh, when the Lord invited uh, the people to the wedding feast. You remember that one? He invited a number of people, and and they pointed out he went to a, a married couple. Uh, told the servants to go out and call these people. And The married couple said, "No, you know, we we." we not this time. Another one, he says, I just bought some land. I've got to see what, what the land looks like. And the, thir- and the third person says, Well, I just bought some calves. I've got to see what they're doing. Uh, all excuses. We don't have an excuse when God calls us to do something. Okay, that's a hindrance. If we're not careful, we will allow the enemy to point us out, point out to us past failures, and to make us think of our defects, our shortcomings, and where we have been weak. That's what the enemy's going to do. Oh, you can't do that because this is what's, you've, you've, you've got a bad record. You've got a bad record, you know. God sees that record and you, you're, you're no good at all. That's what the enemy tells you, but God says, I don't see anything wrong with you. I see you blessed. You need to go out and and be a blessing to somebody else. Okay. Since we're in that neighborhood, let's go to the book of Philippians, chapter 2. Okay, look at verse 16. That's Philippians, chapter 2, verse 16. Holding forth the word of life... You've got the word of life. Amen. That I may rejoice in the day of Christ. Hallelujah. He's coming. Glory to God. It's rapture time. We're going up. Glory to God. That I have not run in vain. Neither labored in vain. Whoa. Have we ran in vain You know, during in the last last part portion of that triathlon, it's the running event, and uh, they have their supporters out there. They got a little w- water or Gatorade or something to quench their thirst, and sometimes they get they give them a a candy bar or something to something sweet to just up their energy. But if, if they just stayed there and received, okay, give me another drink of water. Oh, give me that, I want that soda. Oh, I, I want all that, that, that honey and that, uh, that honey nut stuff that makes, makes me feel good. What if they stayed there and just ate there? And What, ha- what happened? They're not running the race any longer, they're stopped. What they do is they take that thing and they drink it while they're going and eat it, eat it while they're going. You can't just stop what you're doing with God's Word. You've got to continue with it. We can't be lounge lizards, couch potatoes. Sit there with your remote And watch the world go by with your remote. Hello. No matter how we mess up our lives, God's with us and he's willing to take us and move us forward. Amen? Well, since we're in that neighborhood, let's go on to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Hey, people are watching you. They're looking down. What is he doing? Or what is she doing? She's not doing anything. That's, that's Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Wherefore, seeing that we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which thus easily He said, and let us what? Let us what? Sit. No, let us run with patience the the race that is set before us. We need to complete the race. Now, for that triglyphonic... The Iron Man thing, I'll get it, I'll put it that way. It's 17 hours. You can't make it in 17 hours, you're not part of the group any longer. You and I have certain amount of time to do our race. If we don't get it done, you ain't gonna go up. You're gonna remain right here with the bad group. It's the truth. Wait till you see the videos i got for you next. Oh. Rock your (laughs) cradle. We need to run. We need to be doing what we're called to do. What's God called you to do? Watch the world go by on your TV set? Oh, I'm, I'm studying God's word. I can't go out there and do that. You need to. I do every, every situation in life requires making a decision about how you will respond. Growing into the fullness of a person of God intended you to be. takes time. That's where the patient comes in. We need to understand that each runner has a style of their own. That means you don't copy somebody else's style. Way back when uh, they had a guy called Crazy Her, uh, Crazy Legs Hirsch, he was a football player for the Rams. He ran his legs just flew all over the place. That's why they call him Crazy Legs. Somebody else trying to do that, they wouldn't be able to do run like he did. But it was his way of doing things. He was known for it, and he was good. Don't try to copy somebody else's way of doing things. Do it the way God's called you to do it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Follow it's God's lead. In the Iron Man race, you have stations where you get your refreshments and nourishment. So too in our Christian race... We need stations and support along the way that will boost our spiritual man. You're running a rate. Right, you need to get a boost. Encouragement. Somebody, hey, you're doing a great job. Or you see somebody going, doing their thing. Hey, you're doing a great job. What can I do to help you or assist you? Oh, boy. Thank you, Lord. So happy you're all out there this morning. We cannot do it alone. Let's go to John chapter 16. And we're getting ready to close. I told you, I told you I'm right on, right on target this morning. John chapter 16. Verse 13. John 16, 13. Howbeit. When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Glory to God. So the Holy Spirit's there to help us in the commission that we're called to do. Amen? Okay. Let's go to 2 Timothy now. 2 Timothy. Oh, glory to God. That T-section of your Bible, 2 Timothy, chapter 4. Are you ready? Verse 1, 2 Timothy, chapter 4, verse 1. I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at His appearing and His kingdom. Two, verse 2. Preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, prove, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they re- heap upon themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist. What's an evangelist do? He goes out there and what? Preaches the word, he goes to those that don't hear the word. Make full proof of thy ministry, for I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. This is Paul speaking. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but to all, unto all of them that also love his appearing. In other words, those that follow the rules. Amen. Complete the course. In other words, be an iron man or an iron woman. Okay. Let's go to uh, to the Old Testament. A moment. Let's go to all the way back to the book of Isaiah, chapter forty. That's Isaiah chapter forty. In Isaiah chapter forty. Oops! No, I'm in the wrong spot. Verse 29, Isaiah 40, beginning with verse 29. He gives power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fail. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You're held up with God. You can do the job that you're called to do. Amen. Okay. Acts. Let's go back to the New Testament. Acts chapter 20 this time. In Acts chapter 20, look at verse 24, Acts 20, 24. But none of these things move me, neither shall I count my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received the Lord Jesus, to testify the gospel of grace of God. Finish your course. Be an iron man, Iron woman, glory to God. What's this? Okay, Second Timothy, let's go to Second Timothy. In Second Timothy chapter four. Again, 2 Timothy chapter 4, looking at verse 7. I have fought the good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. He got his Iron Man accommodations or or, or rewards. You should have that. Amen? Be the Iron Man of God today. Let's, Let's look at... The Old Testament, one more time, and just about closing. Proverbs, Book of Proverbs, Chapter Eleven. Okay. Holding back. On your calling, I'll put it. Holding back on your calling. This is what we can, we can expect This heartache. That's Proverbs chapter 11, verse 26. He that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him, but blessing shall be upon the head of him that sells it. Don't hold back of what you have for people. The good news of the gospel. Don't hold back on the gospel. People need to hear it. That's a heartache when they don't hear it. Look at verse 30. Behold, the righteous shall be recompensed on the earth much more than the wicked and the sinner. There's a covenant blessing when you do the work of God. Amen? We sang earlier, you have it all. You have it all. What's it, what was it? That song talking about, you have it all, you have it all. You remember what that song said? That's right. You have it all. You have all of me. You have all of me. Does he have all of us? Glory to God. We'll close up with a song. Listen to it closely because it deals with this race. That flow, people are expecting that. God is expecting for you to let that river flow. Touch people. Don't be a dam. Let the water flow. Anybody need prayer this morning? All rise then. I went over by 10 minutes. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. I thank you, Lord, that we will allow, Father God, the rivers of life that are within us, Father God, to flow to those that are in need, that are hurting, Father God. For you've given us the spirit of life to give to them. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks that we are Not just hearers of the word, but Father God, we are constant doers of it. So Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks for the opportunity to share the good news of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen.